This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, June 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue disavows budget cuts. Frustration with nominee delays. Purdue offers rural development pledge. Crop insurance as home insurance. And ethanol hopes for legislative action. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue has now disavowed most of the major cuts that President Trump proposed in his first budget. Testifying before a Senate Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday, Perdue at one point spelled out a series of areas where he felt the proposed cuts went too far. Research, rural development, crop insurance, and international food aid. He didn't include them in that list, but Purdue also repudiated the proposed elimination of the market access program and the foreign market development program. It would be hard to find any other cabinet member who has so clearly walked away from the president's budget. That will make it easier for congressional supporters of the programs to defend them during the appropriation process and during debate on the next farm bill. Now, here's two more key takeaways from yesterday's hearing. First, long delays are ahead for nominees. Purdue is going to be on his own at USDA until at least September. Purdue said potential nominees for USDA, including a deputy secretary, are being held up because they have yet to be cleared by the FBI and the Office of Government Ethics. Second, Purdue's taking steam out of the rural development concern. Purdue isn't backing off his argument that the USDA's rural development programs will be better off without an undersecretary in charge of them. But Purdue also told senators he's open to reinstating the undersecretary position if they're not happy with the way rural development programs are being run over the next year. Purdue likely had already taken a lot of the steam out of opposition to his reorganization by picking Senate Agriculture Committee staffer Ann Hazlitt to be his assistant for rural development. It'll be hard enough for senators to object to Hazlitt, given her Senate background. Purdue's promise to reconsider the reorganization in a year will make it even harder for them to object. Purdue sticks with home insurance comparison. Even though Purdue has backed away from the $29 billion cut to crop insurance that President Trump opposed, he's still suggesting the program is subject to abuse. At the outset of yesterday's hearing, Senator John Tester, a Democrat of Montana, expressed concern that Purdue had insisted previously that crop insurance should operate similarly to homeowners insurance. Purdue sought to clarify his remarks, but didn't back away from the comparison. Purdue said, When there's a tragedy, when there's a drought, when there's a flood, when there's hail, we need a safety net to call upon. No longer can we think about insurance as an investment. We don't invest a dollar in insurance and expect to get a dollar ten back every year. Purdue then added that crop insurance should be viewed the same way as property and casualty insurance. Hopefully, we'll never use it. If nothing else, Purdue is leaving himself room to push for crop insurance reform in the next farm bill, short of the cuts the White House has proposed. You say bologna, I say hamburger. Senator Tester, a longtime proponent of country of origin labeling for meat, told Purdue that the fact that meat processors had agreed to track the origin of beef being exported to China shows their position to mandatory cool was bologna. Well, it prompted Purdue to quip, I think it's hamburger, Senator. 
Purdue went on to add a more serious response, saying that the willingness of Packers to meet the disclosure requirements had to do with the prospect for 1.3 billion potential customers in China. Ethanol bill could move next week. A Senate committee could vote as soon as next week on legislation that would clear the way for the use of E15 nationwide in the summer of 2018. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee is holding a hearing today on a bill that would provide nationwide waiver of the reed vapor pressure cap on ethanol blends of up to 15%. Senator Chuck Grassley, a Republican of Iowa, told reporters yesterday he wants to see the bill passed by the end of this year, probably as part of other legislation. But Crassley has no promises from GOP leaders on the issue, just expressions of a good-faith effort. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt has been reviewing a request to issue the waiver administratively, but has not announced a conclusion to that review. For more from the Purdue hearing and a deeper look into the ethanol issue, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes this morning. FDA delays nutrition label compliance. The food industry is getting one of its top regulatory issues addressed with the FDA's announcement that it's going to delay the 2018 deadline for companies to implement changes in the Nutrition Facts panel. FDA didn't say what the new deadline would be. Food and beverage companies want the timeline coordinated with the GMO disclosure requirements due out of USDA. Purdue told the Senate appropriators he would meet the July 18 deadline for issuing the biotech standards. Insiders, though, think it will take much longer than that, given the complexity of the rule and the likely controversy that will follow whatever the department decides to do. Pamela Bailey, president and CEO of the Grocery Manufacturers Association, said FDA's delay on nutrition labeling was a common-sense decision that will reduce consumer confusion and costs. Inspector General, NRCS decision may have run afoul of laws. The Natural Resources Conservation Service has agreed to seek a legal opinion on whether the agency wrongly authorized some spending under the Regional Conservation Partnership Program. USDA's Office of Inspector General says NRCS may have run afoul of restrictions in the 2014 Farm Bill and a law known as the Anti-Deficiency Act on when funds can be spent. NRCS officials opted to combine funding from the fiscal 14 and 15 years since the agency didn't have time to allocate the funding by the 2014 deadline. The agency agreed last month to ask USDA's Office of General Counsel to issue an opinion in the matter. It's not clear what will happen if the opinion goes against NRCS. Here's today's She Said It. The bipartisan nature of agriculture has been lost a little bit in the last couple of years. That Kathleen Merrigan, former Deputy Agriculture Secretary at the Washington Post Transformers Food Forum. That's Daybreak for this Wednesday, June 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Downey.